Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. I'm Alicia. And welcome back to another episode of Tea Over Interiors. We are so excited to be together with you once again. On today's show, we are talking about making the most of your small space. Before we get to that, you know, I need to know, girl, what you sipping on? Girl, I made a cocktail today out of my tea. <laughs> and I took two teas raspberry and pineapple and i put them together in a cocktail shaker and added a little vodka nut. wait look hold on let me show you Grab oh my goodness it's in a martini glass is that it's a martini glass you like that i like that that's cool so <laughs> i'm on the opposite end of the spectrum I am drinking Blissful Woman Tea from our girl at Blissful Blend, herbal tea blend that's created to help balance a woman's stress hormones and assist with painful periods, PCOS, and other hormonal imbalances to help improve the reproductive system. Okay, I love that. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. This sounds so, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it has red raspberry and crap bark. So it's pretty good. What type of bark? It's called cramp bark. Oh, interesting. Hey, <laughs> mad at you. Yep. So that's what I'm sitting on. So let's move on to the Okay, so, <laughs> you know, I hear a lot of things throughout the day. And I heard this little tidbit that I thought I wanted to share with you guys. So, Alicia and listeners, did you know that baggage is now becoming optional on Japan Airlines? You can actually just go on vacation without a bag and you could rent your clothes from the airline. And it's called any where so any a and y separate word wear like with how you wear clothing anywhere anywhere one word like i got it anywhere yeah so their aim is to simplify the packing process for passengers and reduce the weight of the aircraft which would cut down carbon emissions and i love that because they're going to partner with Sumitomo Corporation to offer travelers the option to rent a set of clothes during their stay in Japan. And so this is to promote sustainable tourism and things like that. I love it. Yeah. So if you can't figure out what to wear, just try anywhere, anywhere. No. <laughs> if you're going to Japan. Sounds good. I love it. Are you curious how much it costs, Alicia? I'm worried. So you need to reserve your clothing online you got to register and provide your flight number and your hotel or your short-term address wherever you're staying and it should be at least one month before you travel and you could use the clothing for up to two weeks there's several clothing sets available categorized by season and occasion including casual smart casual and a mix 
And the basic rental package starts at 4,000 yen, which is approximately 27 US Wow. And you get three tops and two bottoms. Wow. Minimalism. Good. Well, that's good for somebody. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys. For all our travelers out there, you know, we have a lot of... I love it. All right, so let's move on to today's topic. So today we're talking about how to maximize the space when you have a small space to work with. And after right. this topic was suggested to me maybe a month or so ago from one of our listeners, and we're getting around to it now. And I think it's so fitting because also Netflix has a new show called Hack My Home, right? Where yep. They like hack people's home and they have all these mechanical doodads and things like that to make the rooms bigger and have more space. But what do you do if you can't get a show to come to your house and make all your dreams come true? Because it's just not reality, right? Exactly. It's someone's reality, but it's not most of ours, right? So the number one thing I noticed with a lot of these homes on the show is that these people have a lot of stuff going on and they have a lot of stuff. So in order to maximize your space, as we all know, I'm a declutter counselor or consultant, whatever you want to call it. Either way, I help you clear your space. So my first thing would be to make sure that you're going to organize for things that you find useful, that you love, and that serve a purpose in your life. So once you've decided what you're going to keep, then you can work on solutions. As always, having multifunctional items within your space is very important. Scale is always important. So if you have a small room and it can't accommodate a king-size bed because it's going to take up the whole room, then why get a king-size bed? So you're going to be more appropriate scale. Maybe the room only can take a full or a queen. And then let's talk about the bed frame. Let's not go too big on the frames if you don't have a lot of space. Also, think about your vertical space. Make use of every square inch that you have. So a while ago, I suggested to someone that they can actually create a closet behind their bed because their room was like big enough. So we created this closet system behind their bed and it was like a whole wall situation with an opening on either side so that they can go into their closet. But you really didn't know because the bed rested against the back of it because, you know, it was a wall, became like a wall. And they were able to have like a closet behind their bed because they had no other room anywhere else. And it worked. And it just functions for what they need. So how did they make it? What did they make it out of? So one of those movable walls. Yeah. Yeah. It was wide enough. And they were able to use the space without having to actually build an entire closet. So that's one thing. And also just making sure you're using your vertical space. Alicia, any suggestions? I want to piggyback off of your suggestion that you really need to spend some time decluttering. And I want to mention it because it really makes a difference in not only space in the house, but how you feel about your space. If you're feeling a little bit lighter because you don't have so many things that are distracting your eye, I think eventually you'll want 
more of that feeling. And you'll kind of get on a mission where you'll be constantly looking for opportunities to reduce the amount of items you have in your space. And I speak from experience on this one because I have recently spent a great deal of time decluttering and it feels really good to give stuff away. I I give mine to Goodwill. People are like, why don't you just put the stuff out and have a charity pick it up? That's another option. I have good things, things that are not beat up. They look fairly new. They look unused. And I just didn't want to put them on the curb. Some things you will put on the curb. I've been through boxes that I have not seen items in over 10 years. So clearly I don't need them. I didn't even remember that I had them. So I just wanted to encourage our our listeners to spend some time with that because that can be a very, what's the term? Cathartic? It, mm-hmm. it could just make you feel super good about living in your space and then consequently when you are you have less clutter and you have less items you just feel like you've got a better a better space to live in and you feel open you know that open space gives you a sense of freedom and I talked to you before about this, D, and I know that a lot of people share this same sentiment, but why are we holding on to stuff? I had to check myself. I'm like, why am I holding on to all these things? And I think it's the just in case mentality. Like, I'm going to need this. So let me just keep it just in case. Would you agree with that? Like most people are holding on to stuff because they think they're going to need it sometime in the future. Oh, yes. Those are people that they just don't realize they suffer from anxiety. So... Really? Yeah. So that's a reason you feel that way. You may want to, while you're decluttering, also speak with, you know, like a therapist and dig deeper to understand why you have this need to like live in the future instead of today. Because you're anxious when you think about it. You're like, oh, I might need this. I might need this. And what does that do to you? Cause you to have panic attack because you can't (laughs) like you can't part with something. You know what I mean? So it's an attachment. It's an attachment issue. What I want people to realize is that when you're picking items for your space, it's quite easy to maximize the space that you have by, again, making sure that you're looking at the scale and the functionality of that piece. So, for example, if you know you have a small bedroom, you're not going to decorate or rather create your storage on the short side of the bedroom. You got to make sure you work with the length of the bedroom. So this way you give yourself more space to add the necessary components you may need for storage. If you're going to have side tables, make sure that those tables have a few drawers that you may need to put things in or make sure that they have a function that they're just not like something cute that you saw and you was like, oh, this is going to be great. And also they should be sturdy. When it comes to like a bed in a small room, maybe sometimes you have to, like I said, downsize or go with a day bed, if anything, that has a trundle or something that pulls out to make the bed bigger. So think about those kind of things. Think about your floor plan, how you can maximize it more. If it's a living room, then you may want to go with some pieces that you never thought about, like an armless sofa. Not only does that help make the room look larger, but it also gives less bulk, which makes the room feel more expansive. So that's one way that you can make your space feel larger and 
more sleek and easier to maneuver around because you don't have to worry about those kind of things. Building storage specifically for your space and for what you use it for is also an important thing. So yes, you can use things from the store that you can put together quite easily depending on your budget. But I always recommend, you know, getting a consultation, of course, because it's so much easier to have a professional look at your space, talk through it with them and come up with a game plan to help maximize your space. What do you think about that, Alicia? I love that. I do. I also think that, you know, a lot of us have space that we just haven't utilized well. And I want to ask you, what do you think about closets? Do you think that closets are typically, you know, well utilized? Or other than going and getting California closets or closets by design, what do you suggest is one of the most effective steps that one could take in order to maximize the use of their closet space? I always think it's best to build your own closet for what you need. For example, when I first moved out here to Long Island when I was younger after college, my room was pretty small and my closet consequently was a reaching closet. It was probably only like three feet wide. It was kind of deep. So what I did was I bought a different closet bar and then I bought a lower closet bar rod and I learned to like hang my clothes, you know, like the least amount of space it would take in my closet. I like created these different folds and stuff. And now you can find people doing all these things. But I was thinking like, ahead, like, how can I get stuff in here? And I had shelves. So what I did was I bought like an expandable shelf that I believe I bought it from Ikea because I was like, what kind of things can I get here? It created a shelf in my closet, a double shelf. So I put that in my closet and I used all the space, even all the way up to the top, because even though the ceilings might be eight feet, my closet, I measured it, was like almost nine and a half feet inside because it goes up much higher. So I used every square inch of that space. I used the walls on the side. I used everything to organize it, make it really neat. And so then I could find things. I had shoe caddies and all kind of things that I just like made up from stuff I had in bins and boxes. And of course, I had to let some things go because I was like, you know what? Do I really need all these clothes? Do I really love all these clothes? I don't really have much space. So I separated my work clothes from my go out clothes. And I, I don't even think I couldn't even have a dresser in this room because I made a mistake. Right. I wanted my bed to be bigger, not smaller. So I went and got myself a queen size bed. And yes, it took up most of the room (laughs) that I was able to have a TV chest. But the TV chest was multifunctional for me because it had dresser drawers in it. Three dresser drawers. So I was able to put all my, you know, undergarments and T-shirts and, you know, folded clothes in there, which was a really great thing. And then I think. In the corner, I had my desk. I had like a corner desk. That's where I did all my work while I was still finishing up my design degree. And and yeah, that was it. It was a small room, but I got a lot of stuff in there. And it wasn't like cluttered, you know? It was just like I had a big bed and that was it. (laughs) But I definitely think that you have to hack your own closet for the items that you have. And definitely, there's so much space in, even in a small reaching closet. 
a lot of people, they just don't use it to its full potential. Like those shelves at the top, that's money right there. Those just some bins stacked on top of other bins. And that's where you can store your winter stuff and just rotate it out with your summer stuff. So and then the floor, the sides, the doors, forget about it. I, I can hack a small closet because I've had this. <laughs> I think that's exciting. I was reading an article. This is going to sound like a tongue twister. Bespoke closet organizing or just organizing because you want to choose items that are specifically sized and what you just said geared towards the items that you possess and you want to have so if you take the items knowing that this is how you live this is what you reach for every day like i know i have you know my lingerie drawer, my socks, or whatever I'm going to wear, depending on the shoes. You want to have those things readily accessible. You want to have those within reach. And then the clothing items that you have. I have a, a wardrobe, if you will. I typically wear a black pant and a white top. Some type of a black and a white combo. That's my uniform. So I like to make sure that I have those items right in front of where I'm going to reach for my clothing. So my tops or my jackets or whatever, my shirts, they're all at eye level. And then the pants or the slacks, depending on if they're folded, I like to fold mine and I keep them on shelves behind the hanging items because I used to like to hang all my slacks. But the truth is, it doesn't really matter. People don't say slacks anymore, do they? They say pants. <laughs> Or trousers. Well, nobody says trousers. I doubt it. But when you say bespoke, so people understand, all it right. means is just, it's customized. It's customized. That's the bottom line. It's specifically geared towards your needs. That's why I said rip out the closet most of the time. Because a closet rod, that's not really helping you. Because when you think about it, like you said, how many clothes are you hanging, you know? There's so many ways and so many organizations no things out there that you can use for your closet. Like I said, sometimes you have to get very creative or you need someone to help you create the closet based on the stuff you have left over. So that's one thing. So what about a living room? When you have family, that's a different story. So creating those spaces for the different members of the family is going to be important. But again, when it comes to the living room, the best thing to do is to use your space the best you can by not buying things that are oversized. Yeah. And it does take you sometimes planning out the floor plan, you know, actually taking measurements and doing what a designer would do. Put pieces in to see what fits. You just have to make blocks so you can see what fits and how much clearance you have. You need to have at least two feet of clearance around your furniture so that people could get around so that you're not bumping into things. I like three, but two feet is good. And again, it all depends on the scale. And sometimes you may need to have things custom made for your space because the average size sofas and things like that may not actually work in your space. So again, having hidden storage, Having multifunctional pieces like your coffee table should not just be a top with legs exposed. It should be a top. Maybe you need some drawers in it to hide the family games or whatever the case may be. So 
Again, it's very important. A lot of times when you have a small space, sometimes you do have to have it customized. And the best thing to do... You think storage coffee tables are usually attractive? Yeah, I've seen a few. What do they look like? Ottomans? No. So one that I've seen, it was contemporary and the lines reminded me of like Hollywood glamour era. Anyway, it was a wood table and it had beautiful legs, but around right below on the sides where the wood would come down to make, let's say, maybe six inches or whatever of volume for the table, there were drawers on all sides. It was what? Drawers. Oh. So the front drawer came out. You could put like remotes and things like that in there. And then the side drawers, they came out, but they actually acted as trays. So now if you're having like a party and people sitting around your sofa and things like that, you could pull these out and have extra space to put drinks and things like that. So it was multifunctional. So there's lots of things out there that have more than one function and can be made well. Yes, sometimes you have to spend a little more money because you find it in higher end places. But, you know, you're going to keep things forever. I definitely think you end up spending a little bit more money to get the better looking stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think not everybody can do it. I always say it's best to treat yourself well and, you know, spend the money now so you don't have to spend it again later because you usually end up spending more money in the long run. And if you have a small space, you're really not buying that much stuff. So, you know, saving for the things that you need and having placeholders until you get what you need is something that I think people should consider. And also shopping at places that do secondhand and have vintage pieces and things like that. So find the things that will work for your space. So anywho, that's all I have because it's very hard for me to not have a specific space to talk about. Okay, do this, do that, do this, do that. But if you're struggling with a small space and you need some help, Alicia and I are here. That's so right. You can always reach out to us by email and set up a consultation. We'll be happy to meet you over Zoom to look at your space and help you get it together and maximize its to its greatest potential. Anything else you want to add, Alicia? No, my dear. I think we've covered it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you next week. All right, guys. Ciao. Ciao. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.